Scanning. Identity authorized. Welcome to the Secret Superhero Club Podcast Network. Welcome everybody to the Animation Station Podcast. My name is Josh, and today I am joined by two very special guests, Julian and Tara from Toon... Uh, Toonimated. I was about to say Toonanimated, which is not a word. <laughs> Toonimated, the creators of Room of Swords. How are you guys doing today? We're doing good, thanks Josh. Hey, how's it going? Not bad at all. Okay, so first off, let's kind of, uh, for our listeners, um, if you guys wouldn't mind, tell us a little bit about yourself. Zuh. <laughs> sure. So, um, yeah, we're a couple of artists. We both come from the video game industry, um, working uh, mostly out of Seattle. And we uh, we both went to DigiPen, actually, in Redmond, Washington, um, got bachelor's in production animation degrees. And that's how we met. So we've kind of got like this joint love for art and stories and comics and games and all that stuff. Nice. So, um, were you guys really big into, you know, comics and, you know, games and animation and everything growing up? Yeah, basically, like, I think we both kind of are a bit eclectic. So it's like, a little bit of everything, I guess. I'm really into uh, things for stories, whether it's in a game or a comic or a movie or whatever. It's kind of, uh, as long as it's a good story, I like it. And then um, I think my husband, he's like, been really into Dragon Ball, which was a pretty big inspiration for his style in the comic. Um, then plays a lot of like of the old classic games like Chrono Trigger and Mega Man and stuff. And I'm talking for him because he's entertaining our baby right now. So, oh, I mean, that's awesome. Um, yeah, I mean, and you can definitely tell from Room of Swords, like there is a little bit of like that Dragon Ball esque type of uh, semblance. Right, in a couple uh, of the you know, panels is, and everything. Uh, yeah, sorry. Akira uh, Toriyama is a very big influence for both of us, uh, especially Dragon Ball. Dragon Ball Z, maybe a little bit at the beginning, but Dragon Ball is like the part that we are really into it. So, like, you can kind of see that kind of influence in like some character designs, I guess, and also um, um, like maybe personalities in a couple of characters, but. Um, yeah, like, Akira Toriyama has been, like, a huge inspiration for us. Nice. So any other, like, uh, you know, type of anime or anything that, you know, you guys kind of draw off of? Yeah, totally. I think, like, you know, right now we're really big fans of, like, Mob Psycho mm -hmm. 100 mm -hmm. as the new one and uh, One Punch Man. And then, of course, like, the classic ones, more like Dragon Ball. And, like, we both watched Yu Yu Hakusho independently when we were, before we met. And, um... Yeah, and then I've kind of been into, like, random stuff like Bleach and recently watched My Hero Academia. And it's like, yeah, inspiration from anime definitely comes from all over the place. And then there's also the inspiration that we get from video games, uh, classic ones like, uh, you know, Mega Man, all the uh, Castlevania. Castlevania kind of stuff. And then there's also uh, Earthbound and oh, yeah. uh, Final Fantasy, you know, so, like, a lot of old school and new kind of genre video games so it's a mix of both yeah so i mean is is there is there a game that you um we'll, we're kind of asked both of you so this will be this will be for both of you um what's uh what's a game that you guys are like really drawn to so like something that where you know if you see it you want to play it like it's it doesn't matter what time of day if you're like i want to play this video game what what is your video game oh man for me it's super metroid <laughs> 
super that Metroid. Was like, quick. That was just like super <laughs> Metroid. Yeah. yeah, we know. Super Metroid. Yes. Like just the design of that game for me is kind of basically masterclass. Um, they there's no um, you know tutorial. The tutorial is just like the game itself, and it just teaches you everything without saying a word. I think it's just a very very good game. Yeah. Yeah, I think for me, um, oh, it's really tough because I like them for different reasons. But, like, yeah, because there's, like, nostalgic games and stuff. But I think maybe, like, the game that I did not grow up with and yet played more, like, in my adult years and it really sticks with me and, like, I can't wait to play it with my son and stuff is Chrono Trigger, which yeah. was also, like, um, an inspiration for Room of Swords as well because, like, the whole... Uh, people from throughout time uniting to achieve common goal and stuff like that. That was pretty, that's a pretty big uh, theme in Room of Swords. So, yeah. Um, so how did you guys get into, like get into the art and the comics and the video games? So like, how did, how did that kind of work for you guys? Um, let's see. I, I think for me, like I started drawing when I was really, really little and just kind of like got a lot of positive feedback for it. So it kind of just started as like, you know, people thought it was good and I wanted like to please people or something, I guess. I'm kind yeah. of a people. Player. Um, but then I think, uh, I always had like this idea like, oh, well, I'm not going to grow up and be an artist because then that means I have to like paint pictures and put stuff in galleries. But then sometime around like middle school, I realized that all the video games and movies and anime that I was watching was actually like made by someone. So I was like, oh, this must be a job. And then I started pursuing it more seriously. So, yeah. Yeah. Like I, I'm right there with you. Like I, I really liked, uh, you know, anime and animation growing up. And then I don't know, like it's something clicked for me, and I was like, "Oh, voice acting—that's a thing. There's uh, actually somebody on the other side of that, making nice. the, making the noises come out." So yeah, I, I'm right there with you. Like growing up, it was just like, "Oh, this is a thing," and then it it just clicks. You're like, "Oh, I can do something like this." Totally. Yeah, that's awesome. And what about you, Joy? Uh, yeah, uh, also kind of uh, very similar. Um, and uh, I mean, I have all, all, also like I have been drawing a lot for like since I can remember. And um, little by little, I started getting into like communities. I started out in uh, Newgrounds uh, doing animations. Uh, good old Newgrounds. Yeah, mm -hmm. and um, so I started out there like showing when it comes to like social media, and then uh, I went to you know continue posting now like stuff um, in Instagram and Tumblr and. You know, I saw people liking uh, the art style, started to develop it, and little by little started to now create characters and add, like, story, and, you know, that's how I ended up doing webcomics. Nice. So I mean, and, and, and we both have, like, full-time, well, not me, not right now, but um, we come from a video game industry, you know, so, like, we have been working on different kind of companies. Mm -hmm. So that also just made us continue pursuing other kind of art. Nice. So so what kind of, what brought about Room of Swords? Well, I think, um, yeah, we've always kind of known like we wanted to have like our own kind of project. Um, 
And originally we were thinking like, let's make a game together, but it kind of ended up being something that was really difficult to juggle while at the same time as having um, a full-time job. Um, so we ended up kind of like going down that road for a little while, but then we've sort of we're like, well, you know what? What we actually really like doing is just writing the story, and we could do that ourselves. And I had been reading, actually, uh, Homestuck, which I did not mention before as an inspiration, but it was also a big one because that was a pretty big webcomic um, while it was running, and it had animation and stuff in it. And I was like, you know, Julian, you're an animator, <laughs> and um, we're both artists, and it seems like... Um, we were both like also able to work pretty quickly because after school, like having a really rigorous schedule, it's uh, you kind of have to learn how to move fast. Mm -hmm. So we were like, yeah, like I think the secret to um, maybe doing uh, a little better as a web comic is having consistency and like fast enough updates to keep people um, kind of enticed and fed and everything, right? Fed and watered. So um yeah, so that was just, it seemed like kind of a natural next step. And we started thinking like um, about a year before Room of Swords launched, like what would the story be about? And we sort of like kept thinking of all these like different situations for characters and stuff, but we couldn't quite like decide which one we wanted to pursue. And then we're like, um, uh, basically, so <laughs> there's also this um, album that we listen to called Arian Into the Electric Castle. Uh, and that kind of has this um, storyline where people are just sort of abducted out of time and they're supposed to go to the electric castle. Mm -hmm. um, and we're like, yeah, that's kind of cool. And we were watching Twilight Zone at the same time as well. And there's this one episode, it's like five people or five characters in search of an exit. And it's just like people who are like, a, there's like a clown and a ballerina and a soldier and stuff. And they're just kind of like, you know, stuck here. Like, mm -hmm. where am I? And then lost is sort of a situation like that. Just like we kind of like the idea of like all these random people getting thrown together and we like time travel um, and all that stuff. So we were like, why don't we kind of go that route? Like we've been thinking of all these different characters. We could put them into this one story together um, and have it be sort of like this mystery kind of like action, anime, sci-fi fighting sort of story. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah. I I'm so glad that you that you made the Lost reference. I try... To this day, I still try and make Lost references, and nobody has seen Lost because it's all a bunch of kids now. And they don't know what Lost yeah. is, and it hurts me inside. Like, that was a phenomenon. I know. Yeah, it was like, you know, it just I, the thing that we really love about that is like, it's just so intriguing, and there's always like some next mystery. And every time you get a question answered, there's a new one, and it's never what you expected. Um, the only downfall, I think, is like in the end, it felt not very satisfying because a lot of questions weren't answered. So that's yeah. kind of where we hope that we can do a little better <laughs> but, uh, so spoiler a, a bit of a spoiler are we gonna get a hatch in season two of room of swords <laughs> maybe, maybe okay hatch. Yeah. Yeah, the, the hatch is uh, is kind of basically the room of swords because the yeah, whole first season they they're looking for the room of swords and it's just uh you just keep hearing about it and you and they all want to get in there but uh how it ends and i mean spoiler alert is they finally reach the room of swords. So, like, it's kind of like the loss with a hatch thing going on there. Yeah, I guess so. And uh, from here on out, we're going to do spoilers for season one of Room of Swords. So if cool. you haven't read season one of Room of Swords yet, first off, why? Go go <laughs> read it right now. Just stop what you're doing. Pause this. We'll wait. <laughs> go read all of Room of Swords. 
and then you can come back. Um, so let's kind of delve a little bit into Room of Swords. So uh, first off, can you tell us a little bit about each character? Sure. So the main character is Gyrus, who is um, an astronaut. Gyrus. Okay, I see. I was going yeah. with Gyrus, and I was like, doesn't sound right in my head, but I like Gyrus. It makes more sense. <laughs> cool. Yeah, I guess so. This will be like pronunciations for everybody. Yeah, and, and sorry, and Gyrus is actually it, it is a word, and uh, it's it means like it's the ridges or faults in the brain. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like you can actually just check it in in Google. Yeah, Google will tell you that one. <laughs> Google knows. Um, but yeah, and actually, his name was based on a video game that's also called Gyrus. Um, and there's like a little bit of uh, homage to that, I guess, in the comic too, in the final chapter. But uh, if we don't talk about it, then it'll be an Easter egg that someone can find. Um, but yeah, so his name's Gyrus. His last name's Axley. So we'll just do the whole the whole names, I guess. Um, he's an astronaut, and he's a little bit like um, he's supposed to be basically the character that we all would be, right? If we ended up in this situation, so he finds himself in a world full of like monsters and danger, and he's alone, and like mysterious, weird, crazy stuff is happening, and he's just kind of like, "What the heck? Like, I don't want to be here. I'm not a fighter." Uh, and stuff and so he kind of he's he's a little bit um lame I guess to start off but like wouldn't we all kind of be in that situation um and then his comrades are basically people who come from a rougher walk of life I guess so Tori is the first person he meets Tori Grieve and she is a knight so obviously she does have some combat experience Mm -hmm. um she's uh doesn't take crap from no one kind of attitude (laughs) Um, and she's very independent, but she kind of ends up uh, seeing that Jairus is, um, you know, he's not as lame as he first appears to be, and he is helpful and has good intentions and everything, so she comes to respect him more. Um, and then there's Sylvia, who is a cave girl, and she's actually, um, originally she was not, she didn't have a name and she introduced herself in emojis because that's how she speaks. It's just sort of like a representation of like, how would like maybe grunts and gestures come across? Um, And uh, she introduces herself as uh, actually the name that Geno introduces himself in Mario RPG. Um, And then we let the fans choose a name for her and they chose Sylvia. um, And that was uh, like the top comment. So we went with that. Um, and just kind of had it explained the same way as Jenna, which was like, oh, that's probably hard to pronounce, so let's go with Sylvia kind of thing. <laughs> By the way, I love the fact that she speaks in emojis. Oh, thank you. I absolutely love it. Yeah, that was um, Julian's idea. So, like, at first we were going to have her just, like, draw everything, but then he was like, why don't we just have her do emojis? Like, that's kind of cool. So, yeah, I thought that ended up being a pretty cool idea. Um, but, yeah, and then so there's Kodia... Um, Kodia Karavik, he is a Russian guy and he's a little bit more mysterious because he's been there longer than everyone else. So it's kind of hard to tell like where, when is he from? Um, what was his walk of life before he got here? But that's going to be revealed in season two. Um, so yeah, but he's, uh, from the Room of Swords as he tells Jairus and Tori and Sylvia, and he's actually been looking for Jairus this whole time, um, because apparently Jairus has gone 
missing after some strange incident in the Room of Swords where a lot of people went missing and they lost swords. And then towards the end of the season, we realized that Jairus was responsible for that, but they kind of need him back because he's able to fight shadow monsters. Um, and then along the way, they uh, run into Nephthys, who is a, uh, an Egyptian priestess who has healing powers and she heals by uh, affectionate gestures. So kissing is her most powerful uh, healing technique, but she can also do things like uh, group hug and um, blowing a kiss and stuff like that. That's that's amazing. Uh, yeah. I, I I love like with the first time, just like she just straight up goes up and starts kissing people, and you're like, oh, okay, hi, this is this is how we're going here. I like it. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, we also have because uh, I mean with uh, uh, with years we have a uh, he he also has scout. Yes. His, his oh, little, yeah. His little star. Now, is Scout still okay? Because I mean, we because we have this whole plot where uh, Codia gets him and uh, Gears and they or sorry, Gyrus. I see. I'm I've got Gears stuck in my head. It's so, cool. Yeah. So uh, yeah, Codia and Gyrus go, and he basically Codia basically takes Gyrus under his wing and like is teaching him all these ways of you know basically surviving the room of swords there's basically as long as he's got the sword he's got like a i mean as long as he is killed by the sword he gets this respawn so they go through this whole entire like respawn uh type of groundhog day type thing where uh uh, see i'm going gyrus again uh (laughs) gyrus is learning how to you know basically almost like hone his skills yeah um but is Scout okay? Because, I mean, because we have Tori. She breaks Scout, like, towards the beginning. But then, like, she doesn't break Scout because the timelines change. So is Scout still around? He is, yeah. So um, he's got a small part. Like, he does. He comes back pretty briefly. He doesn't do, like, a ton of stuff after the first um, voyage or Voyage 34 when Tori kills him. Um, but he'll be around a little bit more. He's, um... Basically, the way Scout works is, like, he's an item, basically. So if Jairus doesn't have him equipped, he will just be reset. Um, but, uh, like, he'll be reset if Jairus is. Um, however, if Jairus has him, like, in his inventory when he uh, saves his progress with the boss sword, then he or Scout will retain all of his uh, memories and stuff. So basically, I guess in Voyage 34, like, Jairus had lost Scout in the battle against uh, 1 and 2. And um, when Kodia killed him, Scout was resurrected, basically, without the damage from Tori. Um, and then since then, Jairus has just been keeping Scout in his inventory every time he resets. So it's basically, like, an item that Jairus owns. Gotcha. Okay. So is, is Scout learning everything? Well, I mean, we won't go spoilers for Season 2. Um, so maybe we'll, we'll keep that, you know, kind of secret. Um so what has been some of your favorite uh, moments in the comic to uh, to draw in? And we, we kind of haven't we've kind of glossed over the fact that you guys do a lot of animated sequences in this comic. Oh, yeah. And like to me, that was one of those like reading it on Webtoon. I had no idea that that was even a thing. And then when I started reading it, it's like you start seeing these animated bits and you're like, wait, what the heck just happened? I'm so confused, but it's really, really cool. So I love the fact that you guys started doing that. Thank you so much. Yeah, that was like, um, 
again, like we got kind of got that idea from uh, Homestuck because um, they had a lot of animated animation in that comic. But we were like, let's kind of just do gifts, and that was one of the reasons why uh, we first reached out to Webtoon because um, we thought that they could support them because I think they had um, behind the gift that was the. Uh, comic that we realized like supported animation so um, it turns out it's only a feature for um, featured creators um, and thankfully they were on board to um, feature us so we were super thankful for that um, but yeah it's uh, it's pretty fun I feel like it's kind of a nice differentiator a lot of times but it was certainly a learning process because we were the first ones to use uh, gifts so heavily and at first like the webtoon android app didn't support them very well so we had to like take them down for a couple weeks after launch um until it was fixed and uh there's just sort of like certain things to like at first we were using gifts a lot like every frame almost and then people were commenting like hey it's kind of hard to read this when like all everything is moving so we started using them more selectively and just kind of like really punch up certain moments and stuff so um, yeah, GIFs, animation have been a learning process, but they are super fun, mm -hmm. which I realized wasn't like your your actual question, but just to stick to GIFs. Well, I mean, hey, I'm totally like if, if you've ever listened to this show, we tangent a lot. That's All right, cool. Half of what this show is, is just going off on a tangent. Um, so, uh, so going, going back to that, uh, that first question. So what has been one of your favorite scenes to, uh, to, uh, to draw and create? Right. Um, well, I guess I will say, first of all, that our process is basically like um, we write the high level story together and then I write the chapters and storyboards. So mostly what I'm making are storyboards. And I think some of the most fun scenes have actually been the Neftis Kith scene for one. Um, and uh, let me see. Uh, I think also the episode where, <laughs> spoilers, don't listen if you haven't read it, but where Kodia dies, that one was oh, um, yeah. pretty fun too, in a sad way, but like, uh, yeah, it was a fun challenge to sort of like get the sad story moments in there. Um, and then, I don't know, Julian could probably speak to what his favorites are. Um, I, I would say the heavy animation scenes were very fun to do. Uh, like when uh, Jairus makes the black hole animation, or when he uh, when he completes the the broken sword into like the dark uh, flames of shadows uh, animation, or when he waves the sword against them, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, sorry, our baby's being loud. But yeah, he started working on those um, animations like months in advance. Like we were thinking about what the season finale was going to be, and. Uh, Julian just kind of like in when we wrapped up like inking a comic and I was working on dialogue or something he just was spending all his time making all these really cool animations for the season finale so I imagine he probably liked that one best I mean I, I really like the first time that we we see like the shadow monsters oh yeah and those they're all like twitchy and like wigging out like that's yeah. that was that was really really cool um and then, like, that's probably one of my favorite bits of the the animation, just because, like, it's the first time, and you're just like, oh, snap, this is a big bad. Um, yeah. And then, I like, yeah, when, like, Kyodia stabs uh, Gyrus the first time, oh, like, yeah. to kill him, uh, to, mm -hmm. like, re start the reset, and it's just like, what the heck just happened? I liked him. Yeah. And then the comments came, came to, 
and that was a whole big thing. Yeah, I know we were, uh, that was like kind of funny behind the scenes, right? Cause we were like, oh man, like you guys are all saying you really want Cody to die. I'm going to screenshot all of this for later. So <laughs> I love that when you did that Q and A and it's just like, oh, look, here's all the screenshots where you want Cody to die. And then, then he dies and it's like, oh, bring him back. Bring it. I love that. Com- yeah. Comments are the best. <laughs> they are. Yeah. <laughs> um, Kind of speaking of comments, like what has been, uh, like what have been some of your favorite interactions with, uh, with comments and with fans? Oh my and it's God. okay to say this show. I mean, just saying. Yeah. You know, well, this show obviously. Oh, thank you so much. Highlight. So yes. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah. No, I think just uh, I don't know if I can pick a, like a favorite, but we do really enjoy interacting with our fans, and we do read all of the comments as well. But I think so far the only ones we've ever replied to are like people saying like, "Oh, we met you at uh, the comic convention," and um, stuff like that. And then we're like, "Oh, hey, it's it was really nice to see you too." Um, but generally, we kind of just like read and uh, stay back. And I think maybe something that is not like a direct interaction that we appreciate, but that, um, I think we can, I'm just kind of thankful for, I suppose, is like, I notice a lot of other creators, uh, kind of say that their comment section can be a bit mean. And I feel like our, uh, comment section is always pretty positive and funny. And, um, we really appreciate that. And then of course we've got like an official discord channel as well. That's at the end. The link is at the end of some of the chapters. Um, and it's like, it's a really great community, I think, of people who are like very, um, yeah, just collaborative and funny and understanding of each other. And they're doing some pretty like awesome alternate uh, universe kind of ideas during the hiatus. So it's really fun. Um, yeah, we like our, our fans are pretty great. <laughs> um, how, so have you guys thought about um, where you want to go with Room of Swords? Like, how, how far do you want to take the series? Mm, like, in terms of length? or yeah, like, kind of like length. Yeah, um, I think, like, the way that it's... 70 episodes, that's it, guys. Right. We got 70 chapters, and then we're done. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, that would be, would be a lot <laughs> of stuff to fit in. <laughs> yeah, I'm not... I don't know if we have, like, the episode breakdown at this point, but season two is probably going to be the same length if not much longer than season one and then sort of what we have like written down at a high level it seems like there's probably going to be about five seasons of room of swords right now so unless something drastically changes (laughs) i think the main thing is like we've kind of got you know we kind of tried to structure it so that there'd be a way to like end it satisfactorily if we had to early and then also that we could kind of like do the longer version if we if it was doing well right because obviously it's a lot of work and if it wasn't doing very well then we'd you know it'd be hard to continue but hopefully so far it's so good and you know we hope to be able to do the long aspirational version nice um so what are your what are your uh goals for the comic um i think uh like i mean i don't know if this is what you mean specifically but i think i know it's a very vague question yeah just any goal, any goal at all. Any. I will choose the one where yes. we think it would be cool if it became like a game or a show even. Um, that would be pretty cool. But it's not something that we're like actively pursuing right now, aside from just trying to like get a really solid story together mm-hmm. so that anyone would who would be interested in doing something like that would have material to go off of. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, I think just, you know, having been like big fans of uh, like anime and animation and games for so long, it would be pretty freaking epic if Room of Swords became one of those things. If, if, you, if you were to, if, okay, so I'm, I'm going to, we're going to, we're going to have some fun now. So I'm going to give you an unlimited budget. You can make either a, a, a video game or an animated series. Which one do you want to go with? Oh, I think I would do a video game. I, it would, I think I think this I think this story would be an excellent video game. Awesome. It's basically a video game right now. Yeah, exactly. It's like that whole mechanic would fit right in, right? <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Okay, so let's kind of now now we're now we're gonna do some fun stuff. Cool. Um, let's 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 fan cast your well, I guess not really fan cast since you created the thing. Let's cast <laughs> let's cast Room of Swords. So, who would you want to be each character? Oh my gosh! Um, Again, unlimited budget. Yeah, I'll let you do unlimited budget. Go with anybody you want to. Okay, man. Um, yeah, I have to. I've like tried to think of this so many times. I don't know if I'm really good at coming up with actors, but I will say that like Jairus was based, or like one of his inspirations was uh, Glenn from The Walking Dead. So maybe Stephen Yoon would be. Oh, that would be so cool. <laughs> Know, right? and he does a lot of animated stuff now, so. Oh, right. That would be cool. I don't know, though. I mean, Cody would definitely need, like, a, a Russian accent, so. Someone who can do Russian. Someone who can do Russian accents. Tori would be, like, English. Hmm. It'd be really cool if, like, oh, who, who? Oh, man, there's a lot of good English. Like, if it's just voice actors. Yeah, well, right? well, yeah just voice actors. Okay, maybe like Emma Watson would be pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> that would be if you could get Emma Watson, that would be that would be straight up gangster right there. It's like, oh, oh. by the way, we also have Emma Watson as Tori. Yes, totally. Um, and then I think, well, so Neftis then too. She's like was really re inspired by um, uh, Tahani in The Good Place. I don't know if you've seen that. I have not. Uh, oh man, that's yeah, the one I that like everybody cries for, right? That's that's the one that makes everybody cry. Cause is that? Wait, that's not the good place. Never mind. Uh, oh yeah, no, yeah, the good place is like it's a comedy with um, uh, Kristen Stewart, and uh, yeah, it, it's like it's uh, by uh, why am I blanking? By Michael Shore, right? He was uh, he was one of the producers or writers on The Office. Mm -hmm. um, but it's basically like these people. It's kind of actually it's a similar setup to Room of Swords, which is why we uh, started watching it actually. But it's like all these people are um, in the good place together, and like this one uh, uh, girl shows up who's played by Kristen Stewart, who is um, she's a. Uh, Sorry, I'm like trying to make sure like I'm saying the right name. I'm really bad with names, so spoiler alert. But anyways, Kristen Ellen Bell. Bell. Kristen Bell. Yeah, yeah I was that's like right. Kristen like, Stewart. <laughs> I'm like, all right. I mean, I guess. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Sorry, I'm really bad with names. <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> her character uh, shows up and she's like actually a terrible person. Um, so she's like in the good place uh, mistakenly, right? And she has to pretend that she's not so that she doesn't go to hell, basically. But it turns out it's like all this big experiment kind of thing. It's like, yeah, I don't want to spoil it because you should definitely watch it. It's a really good show. But there's this one character in it uh, named Tahani. And um, yeah, just like in terms of personality and like being like this beautiful, like tall woman who's like super like nice, but kind of... Uh, 
I don't know, like snarky in a way sometimes. I don't know, just like her attitude is great. And we like how she just always talks really politely, no matter what she's saying. Um, so she would be pretty awesome as an FTS too, I feel like. Nice. So yeah. who, who would we get for, so who do we get for Sylvia? We just need someone, or does Sylvia just not talk and only communicates in emojis? Right, yeah. It's just like one of the other actors also voices Sylvia. <laughs> <laughs> we can make that happen. Right, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, you could get like Cortana or something. Get Jennifer Hale. Yes, that's great. Sure, let's make, do that. <laughs> we'll make that happen. Okay, um, perfect. All right, so so we're gonna do a game. So what type of uh, what type of game are we gonna do? Oh, I think it would have to be some kind of like JRPG. Okay, sweet. I was I was hoping you were gonna say like JRPG. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I, that would be good with some platforming elements, you know. So. <laughs> So you're just going to make it as like Final Fantasy. Yeah, pretty much. Let's make it like one of these modern JRPGs. Uh, but do we keep the 2D aspect still? Um, yeah, sure. Why not? It'd be cool, right? If you could do it, the whole thing in like, yeah, right? If you could, if you could somehow up. make it 2D, but like make it on like that scale of like a, like a newer JRPG. Yes. That would, that would be interesting. Agreed. Let's do that with our unlimited budget. With our unlimited budget, exactly. <laughs> dear, dear, all of our wonderful rich friends out there, please, we need an unlimited budget to make this game happen. Yes, please. <laughs> that uh, would be great. Uh, that would be amazing. Um, so uh, can you tell us a little bit about, without giving too many spoilers, can you kind of give us a little bit of uh, a heads up of what what we're, we could be looking forward to in season two? Oh, yeah. Let me see if I can think of a way to abbreviate it in a non-spoilery way. Everyone um, dies. There you go. That's season two. Well, yeah. Um, well, I didn't want to say anything, but <laughs> um, some people probably die. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I think, uh, gosh, let's see. So, well, season one ends, right? Like, Jairus is just... Um, showed that he's got some kind of link with the shadow monsters and can even turn into like half of one and uh Kodia his mind has been absorbed along with the shadow into Jairus's black box and then everyone got into the room of swords out of that uh realm so basically season two is mostly going to focus on um you know everyone now being in the room of swords so season one was really about um this one uh, realm, right, where it's like it kind of felt like that was the whole world. Um, but in season two, it's going to be more about like the Room of Swords, which you saw at the in the last chapter. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's kind of like it's like a portal or a, sort of a hub world, I guess you could say, with portals to a lot of different realms. So it's going to be kind of like a more global stage, I guess you could say. And it's going to be kind of like Jairus sort of trying to figure out like how he fits into this world now where like people are fairly suspicious of him and his motivations and how he's going to turn out to be. And it's going to be kind of like one of those, you know, will he or won't he cause the apocalypse? Can we keep him under control and like have him do good or not? And then Jairus kind of trying to piece together, like who was he using the black box to kind of find his memories again um, and see if there's a way that he can save Kodia, um, bring him back or reunite, I guess his mind and his body. So, yeah. yeah, and like the way that you guys like 
you you guys played with the timeline, especially in those last couple chapters, so well that I didn't know what the heck was going on. <laughs> like yeah. we meet like weird future Gyrus, who's like half shadow monster, mm-hmm. who helps kill you. Like it's like helps defeat you, and like we have this whole bit, and then Gyrus goes through. And he now is in this in the room of swords, and this is when he meets Dawn. So it's like this is like the first time that we meet Dawn, but our Gyrus knows all about Captain Dawn. So I, it's one of those where it's like you've you've done a really good job of weaving this story uh, to where I have no idea what the heck is going on, and I am very ready for season two. <laughs> awesome. I need my answers. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if you um, caught it or not, but there's like, well, we actually, uh, so we put this in because we were like, you know, trying to sort of like do this thing where we put in Don and Jairus at the end and like leave some little clues and see if people would kind of piece together like what's going on there. And then we ended up adding a frame too that says 11 years ago. So yeah, yeah so it's just kind of like, um, I think a few people though still were kind of like, wait like where is everyone else and it's like well they're in the present day <laughs> so exactly yeah. so like that that's what i'm like did he go back in time go th- yeah so it's i i it's so out there for me that's why i'm yeah. like wait so did he go back in time or is yeah. this actually 11 years ago did he just time travel 11 years in the past it's that's fair yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, you will find out in season two. <laughs> <laughs> um, any uh, any characters that you are excited to announce in season two? Like, any, uh, any, is there anybody that you're like really looking forward to uh, to having all of us uh, read for the first time? Yes, there's like quite a few actually, and I think so. We put on our YouTube channel um, like a character bio video for fun that had a couple of the new ones in there. Um, but yeah, there's like a whole cast of like five people who are in the room of swords that are going to be main players in the new season. And then another character too, that will show up at some point. And we're pretty not to give, yeah, we won't give spoilers, but it was, uh, but we're pretty excited about all of them. They have some pretty cool powers and I think we'll add an interesting, like dynamic with the other characters so far. Nice. Um, yeah. Now the big question on everybody's mind um, is two going to show back up. Oh, right. Because um, <laughs> you can't seem to kill her. I mean, she's just, she know, just right? keeps coming back. Yes. Well, I don't know if we can answer that, but it might it might happen <laughs> some way or another. Oh, man. Uh, Tara, Julian, thank you guys so much for coming on. This has been, this has been really fun. It is, yes, it has satiated my, my hunger for Room of Swords. And it comes out, it came out today, correct? actually sorry yeah no we're we're pushing it um so it's going to um it's gonna start on april 15th we're gonna come out with a recap chapter to sort of like um you know catch everyone up on all the things that you may have forgotten or missed if you didn't read season one so i guess if you haven't read it uh check it out on uh april 15th next uh or sorry yeah monday or sunday depending on your time zone uh, and you will get kind of like a quick like overview of how season one basically was the main play- plot point. So if you want to start season two from there, that's certainly an option. But you might want to go back and read the whole thing if you want all the details. Um, and we're starting to uh, do fast pass as well. Um, 
So it's a new feature that Webtoon has where it basically allows people to read ahead a few extra chapters if they want to. And it's totally optional. You can still get it for free every week like usual, but it's a nice um, feature because it obviously helps us out a lot. And right now, like... I work in a full-time job and my husband's doing just this and watching our baby and it's like, you know, it gets tough sometimes. So we're kind of hoping that this will be something that can kind of like help us dedicate more time to the comic over the next year and that'll really make the quality of our life better. So nice. uh, yeah, so recap and fast pass will be available next week. And then the following week, the first uh, chapter of season two is going to be available for everyone for free. Excellent. Um, yeah. Now, where can everybody find you guys social media wise and find Room of Swords? Yeah, so um, Room of Swords is on Webtoon, um, and you can download the app or read it on your browser, whether that's on your computer or your phone. And a fast way to get there is just to do www.roomofswords.com, or without the www, whatever. Um, so, and that'll just link you right into Webtoon and the chapter list. And the our social media is either Tunimated or it is Room of Swords. So you can find us on uh, Tumblr, Twitter, and Instagram on either of those handles. Nice. Uh, any Patreons? We do have Patreon too. Yeah, yeah it's uh, also Tunimated. Patreon.com slash Tunimated. Nice. Um, yeah. And we'll put all of those links and everything in the show notes. So all you have to do is pop those show notes, click on the link. We'll have the one that'll take you straight to um, all of their social media, one that'll take you to the comic, everything like that. So just click on that. And that's going to launch you everywhere that you need to go. Um, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Josh L. Kane. You can find the podcast on Instagram at Animation Station Podcast and on Twitter at Animate Podcast. Uh, you can also find us on Facebook and Tumblr. Uh, I doubt we'll respond to you if you do anything on there. But we're there just because. So why not? Uh, you can also find all of our episodes, iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, Google Play, and on our website, Animation Station Podcast dot com again thanks so much guys for coming on thank you so much this was a lot of fun and, thank you so much oh thanks no problem having. and and we are ready for room of swords and i don't know about you guys but i'm ready for this video game i want this video game to come out now <laughs> Me now, too. now i'm jonesing for a video game <laughs> let's make it happen <laughs> right so for the animation station podcast i'm josh yeah, we're Tara and Julian. Julian. Bye, everybody. Bye. Thank you.